Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Swiped. In this week's episode, I sit down with my friend Kevin, who has been dating internationally for nearly the last decade of his life. I wanted to make sure that I grabbed him when he was visiting the States for a few weeks earlier this summer, and I was not disappointed with our conversation. So, without further ado, here's Kevin. So I'm so glad we could actually sit down and podcast. How exciting is that shit? This is my first time to be a part of any podcast, so you should feel fucking delighted. I am very (laughs) delighted right now. Um, I mean, so I, it just wouldn't be the same if we were if I had to Skype you in from. Where exactly do you live most of your time these days? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I live in Shanghai, China. Shanghai is. Arguably the biggest city in China. It's about 30 million people. Um, hustling, bustling, crazy place. So how long... There's a lot, have, of, there's a lot of Chinese people there. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been away from the States? I've been away for about seven years now. Um, seven years. Just about. I left in September 2009. And I lived in Korea for about just shy of three years. About two years and ten months. And now I've been in China almost four years exclusively in shanghai so september 2009 yeah like going backwards let's work backwards actually so what was that mindset like like what made you want to leave the states in the first place like what well you know there were a number of variables a number of factors um when i was uh when i was younger as a student i was considering going to school to be a teacher going in for education but i decided that i wanted something a bit more versatile so i went with a business degree and by the time the stock market crashed in 2008, there were just no jobs to be had, and I had a desire to travel, and I found a job just as easy as going online and getting hooked up with an American recruiter um, who knew some schools in Korea, and yeah. So how long did that process take, like, once you made the mind, once you made it up in your mind and, like, flipped that switch that, like, hey, I'm leaving the States, like, what is that? Is that, like, a... A fourteen day, you know, two week turnaround or what? I mean, like for, for the time it took me to get going, or yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, get going to the time you signed your contract. We'll put it that. Yeah, way. It was only like a matter of eight or ten weeks. Eight nothing. Or ten weeks. Yeah, nothing too. So, uh, what was your family's reaction to to that when you're like, "Hey, I'm going to Korea." I think peace out America. <laughs> most people, <laughs> most of the, most of my family was like, are you serious? Are you like, really just kind of thought it was a joke. I don't know. And then it turned into like, are you crazy? And then it turned into like a big guilt trip. Like, Oh, you're going to be gone and miss everything. And that's kind of where it still is these days. Just earlier today, my mom said, so you leave in 10 days. When are you coming back for good? And I was like, mom, I have no answer for you. This guy is riding down the street on a little scooter. Cruising. <laughs> He's doing like 25 miles an hour. <laughs> Killing <laughs> it. It's <was> so loud. <laughs> I have I have headphones on right now, and it was like I can hear your mic, so I can make sure that you're speaking into a microphone. But it was so loud. It's like... <laughs> 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 yeah, 
I assure you that this guy was doing like 20. <laughs> and, and he's way down on the street. Get a muffler, jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruin noise pollution. Yeah. Rock and roll ain't noise pollution. <laughs> what? Who, who said that? Uh, I don't know. ACDC? <laughs> what? <laughs> Something like that. So so you're getting guilt tripped by your family. Um, I mean, and that's been going on for the seven years now that you've been gone. It's so crazy. I don't... It doesn't feel like you've been gone for seven years, but then I think back to, like, your first going away party that we had at the hut. Oh, of course, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, so I remember, I, like, it was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So I, I look at that picture, and, and I, it feels like, like you said, it feels like it was just yesterday. Yeah. So you left September 2009, and you went to uh, Korea, so what was that what was the adjustment process like like once you once you left the states? Um you know it, for me it was a pretty quick it was a uh, yeah I just jumped right in there. It didn't take me too long at all to get acclimated. Um I just felt really comfortable there. Korea is a place where the people are pretty reserved, but at the same time they're really quite friendly and receptive to outsiders, especially like foreigners. Um so within about two weeks, I felt pretty comfortable and I already started learning some Korean and things just seemed, I started making friends, knew some nightlife spots, all that, you know, and everything just seemed pretty awesome. So I, I had already decided I'll do it a second year at that point. It didn't take me long, about a month. So, uh, so <laughs> when, uh, when you're trying to decide where to go, like when you thought, oh, why don't I leave the States? So why not? Australia? Why not? Uh, why not Russia? Why not Nairobi? <laughs> Nairobi, Kenya. Yeah. Oh man, Kenya. I'd love to go to Kenya. We were talking about that East Africa trip. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why it's still on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let um, me say, save up ten thousand dollars, and then let's go. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, why did I choose Korea? Um. For me, it was a you know, I just come out of school and I had about $45,000, $50,000 worth of debt. And, you know, I considered like, oh, it'd be awesome to go live on the beach and teach in like Thailand or something like along those lines. But it just so happened at that time that, you know, the Cash King and the, the English as a second language, um, you know, game was just in South Korea and kind of advanced, you know, kind of like went from Japan and it kind of went westward towards South Korea. And now it's big time in China. So that's just the way it worked at that time. Um, and I think also I was a bit inspired by a friend of ours, Ben Taylor. Um, oh, Ben. I oh, know ben. ben. Oh, Ben. Class of 03, Jarrell yeah. Loveless, yeah. Benjamin <laughs> Benjamin Taylor, Benjamin Zion, as he yes. refers to himself now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, i just been keeping up with him on Facebook and saw his photos and just like, man, that looks pretty badass. And, you know, um, I was like, did a little research, found out you can make pretty good money and save quite a lot and you know pay off loans and all that so found a job and you know a couple months and some night you know headaches later with a visa processing yeah i was on my way flying over so so you said it took you like two weeks to get acquainted to your surroundings yeah so you know i assume that socially and 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 culturally there were there was a little bit of an adjustment period to because you're used, you're used to dating in the states. 
Yeah. And, you know, obviously this podcast, we're going to talk about dating. Uh, so uh, dating in the States as opposed to dating in Korea, what was like the big shock that hit you initially when, when you got over there? Um, I think it was one of the harder things, you know, it was, it became pretty easy to meet girls there, um, which was cool. I, I, you know, I think a lot of listeners are probably pretty familiar with the term of yellow fever where a lot of like Western men will go over to Asia for work, whether they're expats getting sent over, or they willingly go there to work. You know, a lot of men like myself find themselves, um, more attracted to Asian women, you know? Say what you will. This was a life lifelong <laughs> thing. That's why that's why when when you told me that you're leaving initially, I was like, Oh yeah. I mean don't get me I wrong. Could tell I, you that don't get me wrong. I don't discriminate. Like it, let's not obviously let's not get hasty. Obviously, here. obviously. But this was the least uh surprising announcement since um Ooh man, I'm I'm drawing blanks on, on pop culture references right now, actually. <laughs> because like deep down, even though I don't have any children, I'm like a 45 year old dad <laughs> and, <laughs> and don't know anything cool these days. I'm I'm still like catching up on Limp Biscuits discography right now. <laughs> Chocolate starfish, yeah, oh and yeah, the hot dog and the flavored, hot dog flavored water. water, yeah, that's, the that's shit, my man. yeah, that's my jam. I did it off with the nookie. <laughs> I woke up to that. That's my alarm daily. Fuck alarm. Off. Yeah, <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I, I actually woke up to some John Mayer. <laughs> Room for squares. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> yeah. So so anyway so so, so yeah yeah. So, so I mean, I found it. It was pretty easy to meet women, um, which was cool. It's kind of a, it's it's different from, like I've never lived in St. Louis City. I've only had my time living in O'Fallon, Illinois, and it's pretty, you know, you kind of see the same same people all the time. Um, so to to throw myself into a city of like twenty five million people, and all these just beautiful women around, right? Um, that's where. I, I kind of went there with like yeah, I like white girls and like you know, didn't discriminate like I said, um, but just suddenly I, I just was, I felt just surrounded by all these beautiful women, um, so that's where yeah the interest was peaked right there and I don't know yeah it, it is an adjustment period but I liked that it was really easy to go out and meet girls. Um, so I mean, how did you meet people? Because you know no. Here we have we have our apps we have we have our Tinder we have All Bumble right. yeah, yeah for sure we have OkCupid okay, we have Match Christian yep. Mingle absolutely Farmers Only Black People Meet <laughs> BlackPeopleMeet.com yeah <laughs> so we we have all of these sites so do they uh, do you guys over there do you guys use these sites? okay so when I first got there it was mostly. Um, going out to bars and clubs and like just chatting up with girls, get, exchanging numbers, texting, going out on dates, that kind of stuff. Um, and then at some point, I want to say I was there maybe like nine months and this guy came around. He was new from New York and he started telling me like he was only there for a couple of weeks, but he, he had, he had had a friend from New York who had lived in Korea and told him about a website called Han lingo. Han, Han is something like, like, you know, you like the the Korean Han ethnicity and the Chinese Han ethnicity. It's a it's an ethnic term. So anyway, okay. Han lingo, the Korean language is called Hangul. Like the the actual writing is called Hangul. So anyway, it's called Han lingo, and he was like, dude, it's pretty sick. You can just get on there 
and like you you know you set your filters like, i only want to chat with girls that are between 18 and 30 and i want to learn korean right and i was like oh that sounds interesting so i got on there and sure enough just like start getting messages from random girls like hey yeah let's do a language language exchange something like that and you can fill oh, in the blanks from yeah, there yeah obviously so so han lingo is it is it more of like a social site or is this like uh is this like a tinder i mean where does it fall in the spectrum is it is it like christian mingle or is it like well keep in mind this is like seven years ago okay so okay. this was not um this is like you fill in a profile and um you know what language you speak it was more of a language exchange thing but a lot of people were using it for you know different mo different reasons different motives huh. yeah okay so it was kind of i don't know if it was necessarily disguised or something something but it was just it kind of had dual purposes so you know when when you uh when you when you dated as a uh as as an american um uh, you know like what's what's what are some of the big differences that you noticed um you know like from your college days because you know you went uh you had a fun college time and i always enjoyed seeing you while we were both in college but um comparing your college days to like the first six months that you had in korea like what were some of the big differences that you saw um let's see let me think about that for a second uh i'd say that basically the biggest differences were it was hard to get girls home sometimes because um in Korean culture and a lot of other Eastern Asian cultures, um, <laughs> they live with their parents until they are, what do you think? Until they're married. Mm. So, um, and Korean parents are notoriously known to be absolutely insane when it comes to um, their children coming home. <clears throat> and they'll stay up all hours of the night calling them, texting them at 5, 6, 7, 8 in the morning. Like, where are you? I'm still awake waiting for you. Right. I, I think he just broke something to me that I actually come from a uh, Korean heritage. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, like, yeah? Now now hearing that, uh -huh. I, I think so. <laughs> okay, okay. Huh. Jarrell, where are you at? <laughs> yeah, breaking news. I am actually not black. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, so that was a little bit interesting. But the thing was, is that <laughs> there's a, there's a big there's a big um. Korean children, Korean youth are always looking for a way. A lot of them, they know of ways to get around that. And foreigners catch on to this stuff, too. There's um, several ways that you can, you know, hook up with other <laughs> love buddies, if you will. Yes. yes. Um, in Korea, they have these things called love motels, um, which are, like, you can just, like, ask a person on the street, like, where's a love motel? And they can point you in the right direction. And it's basically, you know, you... All sorts of nice, all sorts of um, variations, anywhere from like really shithole, you know, piece of shit, <laughs> up to like a really nice, like themed place. So, so yeah, Take tell, a friend there. So, yeah, tell I, I think, girlfriend. yeah, yeah, I think we could actually go like watch the Olympics there later, right? 
Maybe. Yeah, dude, they yeah. got like, oh man, I've been to love motels with jacuzzis. Oh yeah, all sorts of shit. Yeah, uh, buffet. But I've also been to a love motel where I like walked over a used condom. So oh nice. Yeah. So okay, so tell me about like the first time that uh, that you went to a love motel because I mean that's that's got to be a pretty big cultural uh, shock for you because we just don't really we have things like that here, but they're not quite the same. You know, they're just like shitty motels right, that you right. pay 30 bucks a day for and that's yep. it yeah but the these places you like rent by the hour you know right yeah yeah so what was that look like like the first time that you went well for me um the girl that i had hooked up with yeah it was just like she knew a place and we went there and it was actually the one with the jacuzzi it was the first place i went to and it's super nice um so, you know, for me, I was blown away. I was like, damn, you know, she paid for everything. I think she'd already paid for it like an hour before or something like over some app on her phone. I'm not sure. Um, so she paid for the thing and must have been only like 50 bucks for a night, like pretty cheap for like a really nice place with a jacuzzi. And Koreans are like really like they're extremely clean, like most of the time, unless they're just like yeah. a shit, piece of shit <laughs> business. They don't they take really good pride in their hy- hygiene, right? So, I mean, that's hey, 50 bucks. That's uh that's cheaper than like a really bad Airbnb here in the states, that's you true. know, depending on where you go. And <laughs> that, I mean, that's like super that's clean. True. So, I mean, uh, did you feel any sort of like were you self-conscious about going the no. first time you no. Absolutely okay. not. No hesitation whatsoever. So, no, not n- <laughs> not at all. Absolutely not. It was like really close to the party area where we were where i met this girl and my home was a 30 dollar 45 minute taxi ride away like for me it was I, which i had done that ride so many times and i hated it and i was like well i got this beautiful girl like no brainer like it was no without hesitation no problem yeah so i you know one of the things that i was thinking about the other night when we were chatting about this was the fact that um that it, it's kind of split your encounter with people that you meet it's split um between you know people that are in over there temporarily yeah. and you know people like actual natives like so one of the things i was thinking about was that it would be really difficult uh, for some people to to become comfortable with that with like starting something with someone that might be leaving the country in months, you know, like what, what's your mindset on that? Yeah, it's, um, I think if I'm, if I'm looking back at like how I felt seven years ago, obviously things have changed. Um, because I, over time I've become more comfortable with it. Like this is just the lifestyle. Like you never know when somebody's like in and then could be right out of your life. Um, you know, maybe their parents get sick or, you know, all sorts of things could happen in life. Uh, but at that time it was, I don't know. I think I was just so excited and 22 years old, 20 turned 23 that first year um, that, you know, I didn't really have any issues with it. It was just kind of like everybody seemed to be doing the same thing. And all my friends were like, oh, this is my, you know, quick somebody that they met and they date for a month. And then like the person ends up leaving a month after that, right? Two months later something like that and it just seemed kind of to be the norm so i never really at that at that time i didn't really i i, I decided i'd do another year i was like you know 
I don't, I, to me, I had all the time in the world. It didn't really upset me. I, I never made so many like connections that I ever, you know, found it like tough to let go or something like that. But I assume that at least once that you've had a tough time letting go of a situation, right? Oh, for sure. How did that play out for you? Um, let's see. Do you want like a recent example? Um, I let's go with the first time. The first time. Yeah. Okay. We can always we can double back to lots of first times <laughs> as we continue chatting. <laughs> um, let's see. The first time in Asia, I'm trying mm. to I'm trying to even remember who this girl was. Honestly, it was that insignificant. I I think. But um, it felt significant at the time, though. Yeah. Yeah. Later on, okay, there was a girl. First you can remember. Let's go that route. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was this girl that um, happened to be a lot older than me. Like, are we talking <laughs> like 60, 65? <laughs> uh, 58. Uh, so no, 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 no. <laughs> she, this girl, she was, um, I think she's got 12 years on me. Or maybe 11. Okay. Something like that. 11 or 12. <laughs> So, That's, I don't know. Anyway, she was like we had a, we always had a great time. I just met her at some club one night, um, and we ended up hooking up that night and whatever. And then from there, we usually hang out on the weekends, and that happened for a few months. Um, we always had we kind of had this routine: go to a bar and have some dinner, and then go to like a Japanese izakaya and get really drunk. And what the, is that? An izakaya is like kind of, kind of just like a little pub like Japanese style and like pub and you know pub and food kind of place. So would it be like a little bit of a dive bar here? Uh no, like they're kind It'd of a be Japanese It'd be cleaner than a dive bar. They'll have bar. like the little, <laughs> you know, they have like the little booths and you could close the doors if you want. Um and it's just, you know, it's like tables around the room. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can visualize it much yeah, better than Yeah, that. no, that works. So, so anyway, we, we would yeah, we would always go there and get drunk and like eat more Anju, like uh, Korean drinking snacks, and do all this stuff, and then go home and bang it out. So, uh, Korean drinking snacks, or are we talking like pretzels or popcorn? <laughs> Pop- popcorn could happen. They do like lots of, um, they love their like puff snacks. I, I, one of my favorites used to be this, like, um, I don't even know what it's made of. It must be rice, I'm assuming. Um, but they, they puff them, and it's like kind of like black bag things and there's like a machine and they 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 put everything through and then it just like shoots everything out like in an explosion into this bag and then they just do that like hundreds of times throughout the day and then they sell these uh bags that are like a yard high like three feet high they're selling for like 10 bucks to people on the street bar owners whatever they bring them into their pubs or their um their chicken hoffs as they have in korea and then that you just they kind of just taste like cereal you know just like nothingness like some oats like the fucking lucky charm shits after all the sugar's gone just like some but they're kind of, but they're nice to drink with you know yeah just something it filling and sits in your stomach exactly. absorbs some booze a little bit yeah it um, gives you it gives you some more room for more shots of soju yes and, of course yeah so so once you got attached was she attached or how what were the feelings were was it reciprocated or uh i think i was more into her than she was into me um and but i think she's still like she was into me but what ended up happening was that she was a career girl she had a car she'd always like drive me around or whatever so she was like doing well if you're if you've got a car 
and you're a vice president of a, of a company in Korea and you're a woman. They have a terrible glass ceiling. Like she was doing really well for herself. So um, eventually I think, yeah, like it fizzled out. That was like at the time I kind of was telling myself it was more she was just too busy. But I think it was kind of fizzled out. And, yeah, I think a little bit was she just had too many other things going on in her life to have a full-time, you know, guy. So even to this day, I'm friends with her on Facebook, and she's still single. She's, like, almost 40 now, and she's still beautiful and whatever, but she just doesn't want to, like, settle down. Yeah, yeah, which is... For her, settled, for her settled down is just, like, having a good job and a good life, travels a lot. Which is perfectly fine. So, you yeah. know, that, that makes me wonder like has has your environment changed your mindset in terms of settling down like if you were to say settle down like yourself or if kevin were to settle down like what does that look like does it look like you're having five kids or does are you are you a vice president of a company with a with a company car uh, I think I see, I see a family in my future. You drive that smart car. <laughs> <laughs> Driving a little Chinese scooter around. Yeah. Um, like I, that guy earlier. Yeah. Yeah. The dick bag that drove by and <laughs> on 20. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Jeez. So a family. Yeah. I see, I see a family in my future, like one or two kids. Um, and I see like, I see maybe North America somewhere would be ideal. And so where exactly North America are you thinking? I don't know. I just came back from California. California is pretty awesome. Um, and I feel like I would just be really happy there. So we'll see. I'm not entirely sure. But I do know that if I meet a Chinese girl um, in you know the near future who happens to be the one and we want to have a family, like it sure as fuck is not happening in China. Like I would go pretty much anywhere in the world, but I don't want like Chinese grandparents being heavily involved in raising my children with their backwards that's for another podcast that is is. yeah yeah so uh, i could go on and on about china so yeah so so okay so thinking about your your time in the in the states and and i can give you a little like personal background um on where i stand in this too because i think you know, when you're in college, I was in college, we were both in kind of the same space, like mental space where we weren't really like dating much, you know, yeah. and it was just like a, it was just kind of a weird, awkward time, which I feel like college in general is a pretty awkward time because everyone's finding themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so what were, what were your college days like here in, in central Illinois? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Charleston. I don't know, nothing too crazy, you know. Um, there would be, admittedly, like some girls just kind of here and there, um, but I never, ex- with the exception of like one girl towards the end of my senior year, I never really actually dated anybody at all. Um, part of it is I was just too busy being drunk all the time, and you know, there's some there's some different points in my life, uh, some ups and downs, but yeah. As far as like the dating scene, nah, wasn't really dating. I just kind of hook up with girls at parties and get their numbers and hook up later on. But it's college, yeah, yes, just like it's college, college, just college. You know, typical. I, I don't think I was anything extraordinary by any stretch of the word. So, when do you think about like eighteen-year-old Kevin coming in college? Where were you like dating wise and mentally? Were you like 
did you come to college thinking that you'd like pair off with someone immediately and start dating or what mm-hmm. what you think i didn't no i didn't see it that way i just i, I just saw like eh, maybe i'll be, be one of those lucky guys to hook up with that hot chick that gets way too drunk at the party you know like super bad style like oh could, yes we could be that mistake <laughs> like that's kind of how i felt i you know I, I was confident in myself but um i wasn't like i wasn't like rico suave by any means you know rico suave <laughs> <laughs> name drop yeah, this is this is where if this was like a morning radio show the uh <laughs> There'd be like some crazy sounds effect, like, like some bells. Hey. Yeah, Rico, Rico, <laughs> big boy, make some noise. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> then this guy comes on mic. It's like the intern. <laughs> Let's give it up for Rico Suave. <laughs> make some noise. <laughs> So, so yeah, so you said, you know, you came to college pretty, pretty confident. Do you feel like you were, uh, like, as a senior, do you feel like you're more confident or less confident than you were as a freshman? Talking about college, right? Yeah, college, um, college, college. Yeah, I was definitely more confident by the time I was a senior because, I mean, you know my story. Like, I lost quite a bit of weight at that point, so I was just, um, you know, I was just in a way better place than I had been in some different times during college. So let's talk about that. So, um, like, how do you feel like your life changed as a result of, you know, like all those like physical changes that you had? And, and you know, to give my personal input um, in, in the whole manner, I think like whenever I'm having those days where I, I feel like I just want to like cross my arms and do the norm and I want to like settle and do the standard St. Louis thing. I kind of think about what you do, and um, it's good motivation for me to just be like, just say yes, just go along with these crazy ideas, whatever they might be career-wise, or, or leaving your comfort zone. That's why I always think about, like, when I when I think about you. So, like, so to think back through, um, like, that, that whole process for you in terms of, like, losing weight, um how did that change you mentally yeah i mean i was just way more confident and i knew i've always been like a pretty laid back and fun bro fun bro dog you know i just like adaptable and like i think i get along with most people so i had are you know i had known that people told me that stuff it's not any secret to me um it's not something i'm like arrogant about i don't think but you know i just knew that if i just was myself and like everything would be fine and i could just like talk to girls no problem and you know do all that so yeah it's kind of how i felt about everything it was it was really a a great it was a really good positive change for me like without question totally without question so (laughs) do you think that like dating and relationships had any sort of play into that or did it just was it just something that you said fuck it i'm doing this for me yeah it was all for me yeah 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 um and you know like once once that got started like so was it on your end was it like a diet thing or was it exercise so what's what's the secret i'm asking (laughs) (laughs) for me i just i made a i made a switch like one night overnight Uh, i just said like yeah it's gonna be diet exercise and 
as much water as I can possibly drink every day. Water's pretty tasty. Water's delicious. Delicious. As you have a water bottle next to you, it says uh, reduce your use. Reusable. Yeah. Zion National Park. Uh, Exactly. Boom. Yeah, so I so it's it's like a, a diet and exercise thing for you. So what what was your like go to Yes, thank you. Kevin just generously passed me the water bottle. It's twenty six cents a squirt, son. Hmm. Bill's adding up pretty quick over there. Okay, Love well us. <laughs> I'll drop you like a couple bucks after a podcast and we can You can just Venmo me, dude. Yeah. Oh Venmo. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I have Venmo. Yeah. So um so like I remember back in those days when we were talking about food, you had like this quesadilla maker. Oh yeah, right? Yeah, no, fuck yeah. Was that like your big thing? Was that your big like food secret? Like making quesadillas, like chicken quesadillas. I don't think that's really a diet food. I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> but you know, they're delicious. Yeah, there's no question about it. They're so delicious. But I, yeah, I just like you know, for me, it was just vegetables. I just. Even now, I just try to eat as many green vegetables as I can. What's your I'm... favorite green vegetable? Broccoli. Broccoli Obama all day. Oh, uh, broccoli. So uh, <clears throat> do you put like a garlic salt on it or, or are you just yeah. like a straight up yeah, garlic salt? Yeah, yeah, steamed. Just like actually not even steamed, like just boiled in some water. Get it from my little Aoi down the street for like 50 cents a head. <clears throat> yeah. Bring it home, chop it up, wash it up. Yeah. Steam it, little uh, garlic salt, and I like cayenne pepper. Oh yeah, and cayenne black, on top of black pepper. Oh cayenne, cayenne pepper, black pepper, and garlic salt. You guys heard it here first. The <laughs> the Kevin Schmidt recipe for <laughs> for for steamed broccoli. I am because I because I, I invented that one yeah, right there. Yeah, obviously this is very unique. Uh, no, I'm such a big broccoli fan. Like it, it might be. Uh, that and green pepper. If I'm talking green vegetables, those two might take it in terms of like how versatile they are. Spinach is my. Oh, spinach! Is, uh, spinach is your what? Were you getting racist? I thought I heard a, a little uh, N sneaking out there. With, <laughs> what? No, with, 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 get like out of here. A, with like a hard R on the end. <laughs> 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 spinach is my beat uh, uh, this podcast is over <laughs> <laughs> no so uh so yeah totally uh broccoli spinach uh green pepper is so versatile one in the sense that i love doing stuffed peppers, stuffed peppers uh with stuffed like, peppers are pretty awesome yeah some spanish rice seasoned beef and um some cheese onion Ooh, mm. blend that up oh man <laughs> people are actually pausing this right now and they're going to the store and buying some stuffed peppers and they're just like oh all the accoutrement <laughs> yeah it's it's done it's done so so okay so you know you, you went through this phase where where you felt better and more confident even though you're a confident person in the first place yeah. um you always struck me as like my fun friend always that I would it, that I could count on during college days where we could just like go to your house and get silly and you know it's just yeah. like you always knew how to have a good time so with like the change in confidence so going from like an eight in your book to like a 10 confidence wise well I how does that feel I mean do you feel like you're like on top of the world like you you're you know well, I, you know, I always felt like I had more work to do. I never felt on top of the world. You know, I just yes. felt like I could always still be better about something in my life. Um, 
especially with like weight management. So that was always on my mind. But you know, ultimately, I was just ready to go. Um, anything that would be dished at me, I could handle for sure. Whether that's like relationship or like dating life or something with family, career, school, it didn't really matter. I just felt like I could just take any sort of task that was given to me and take care of it, no problem. Hmm. So, okay, so so you you felt that way, but did you notice any change in in your partners? Uh, like, do you feel like um, people are more responsive, less responsive? Like, how does that work? Oh yeah, definitely way more responsive. Um, just run into girls like from high school or something back in O'Fallon for like christmas break and just like wow like you look really good and Kevin. hey let's go get a drink you know Kevin. what's your number yeah. like whoa look cool this guy off Psst. yeah yeah uh, you know sizzling it's, hot yes yes so you know yeah definitely people were receptive and they noticed um yeah and that was pretty pretty cool part of my life then hmm so so thinking you know like <laughs> so let's let's move forward and across the across the pond uh back to you know like your korea days and and china days so you know outside of i know you've already mentioned that uh, initially you just met people through uh the the bar and then the uh the han website lingo. han lingo i so have no idea if it still exists it's, it's, it's should jot that one down. So Han Lingo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I might uh, just look it up on my this, phone right this now. This podcast is actually sponsored by Han Lingo. Surprise! <laughs> uh, enter enter the code word Kevin for twenty for twenty five percent off your first month subscription <laughs> at Han Lingo. Han That's HanLingo dot com. <laughs> Here for all of your. I'm just Google. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, it does still exist. Yeah. We got some great ads on here. There's a Korean guy with a fork and a knife next to his name. His his awesome avatar. He's got like a fucking like Mr. Rogers sweater on, oh. and his uh, his sales pitch for him. Uh, okay, first of all, Han Lingo, a cultural hub for language learning in Korea. Okay. And his first douche, who looks like Mr. Rogers, Korean version, no. says, "Buy me food. I'll teach you Korean." Anyone, Seoul metropolitan area. Buy me food. I'll teach you Korean. Hmm. Ah, come on, man. You know, ah, come on. Oh, that's okay. But now I understand. I haven't been on this website in years. Um, but I guess that's like the way that you have to set up your profile because I'm seeing that they're all the same. Buy me a beer. I'll teach you Korean. Teach me English. I'll buy you a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> teach me Korean. I'll buy you food. Female only. Other areas in Korea, says the white guy. Nice. Surprise. Surprise. Dun dun dun! <laughs> wow, so that that website. So Kevin, for for the record, Kevin just turned his phone towards me, and the website doesn't really look mobile friendly. <laughs> no, it's pretty. It's, it's, it's pretty outdated it's for sure. Outdated. So so really, you're looking at like the Korean version of Friendster, uh, <laughs> or like maybe an, uh, maybe a mid aged MySpace. So, so MySpace. Did you ever use MySpace? I, I had did, a MySpace. I, I had MySpace, but it never took me anywhere romantically or physically. No, I mean, I just had Tom. You know, that oh. was it. Tom was my best friend. Was Was Tom in your top eight? He was my top. No, he was. Fuck no, Tom was not my top eight. 
So, I think I I had like bands and stuff. I was like real. Oh, you're, you're that I think guy. I had I think I had like a bunch of like bands and then like some real ghetto like southern rappers like Pastor Troy. Oh, Pastor <laughs> Pastor Troy, what up? Yeah, yeah. So so I actually I actually did use MySpace, um, and I I did meet people off of MySpace because MySpace. <laughs> fell in that really sweet spot of where like social networks were alive and they were booming but the uh but the so, uh, the the desire for privacy really hadn't kicked in yet so right. i remember i would go on myspace back in the day and i would just search for uh like zip code i do a zip code search zip and search I, yeah zip code search and then i would like try to find like uh ladies god this was a while ago don't judge me but uh (laughs) (laughs) this was a while ago and and you go on there and geez what i was what like 18 yeah i'd be like 18 19 years old so you know you go go on there and do a zip code search and you start messaging people but people were very responsive back in the day and they would actually like respond to you and and I, I met so many people off of MySpace, some that I still talk to to this day, you know, and just like it's been funny to watch them get married, have kids and, and just think we met on MySpace. MySpace. So, so yeah, this is an ad for MySpace, um, <laughs> obviously. So so you said you just had bands. You didn't really talk to a lot of. Uh, nah. Didn't chat up chat people up on there. Guys, no, girls. Because, you know, and also, like I started I started my MySpace about you know maybe two months before i went to college and that was like right when that was at the point where you had to have a edu email address to get a facebook account right yeah so that was like all the craze and then as soon as i got to college and i got my email address after orientation it was just like fucking facebook was that crack you know yeah, yeah. so and then myspace just fizzled you know started its fizzle out from there and you know all the new people i'm meeting just like hey you got facebook let me look you up you got facebook and that's the rest is history i think so i i feel like i had a really interesting college experience because half of my time in college was without facebook and half of the time was with facebook so the thing that i always tell people is that i i miss pre-facebook college days because um on my dorm floor uh like everyone would hang out with each other we right. go to meals together we message each other on aim did you say AIM or did you say AOL Instant Messenger Ooh. or AIM? Which I would say AIM. AIM. That's what's up. I'll take the one syllable. That's what's all up. All day. All day. Yeah. Yeah. All day. AOL Instant Messenger. Fuck off. Yeah. Some like, people, I, I ain't got time for that yeah, shit. Yeah. Some people said AIM though, and I always thought that was A-M. a little weird. That's a, uh, so. Weird. So what was your what was your screen name back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you already know, don't you? I I. I've had I've had a few I've had a few you've had had a few but the uh, the original probably the most famous one was Tromboner two thousand five Tromboner yes okay yeah and then I also had (laughs) that's where we put that little sound effect yeah boom (laughs) boom nailed it (laughs) got the tag so Tromboner two thousand five special K O five special K special K is this a play on the name or you know, just Kevin. What are we talking about? Just here? a K. I no, mean, nothing yeah. crazy. Okay. I was maybe about the cereal. 
Maybe about the drug, I don't know. Special K rat berries. Special K rat berries. That was the first drug that I've ever done in my life. <laughs> that stuff was amazing. I, I did it with vanilla soy milk, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Yeah. <laughs> vanilla soy milk. Yeah, man, I'm lactose I mean, intolerant. Just, I know, mean, I, I know that. Yeah, it just sounds like you're dumb, man. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, where'd so you get yeah. that vanilla soy milk? Guy, yeah. you get from fucking Caesar on the it, on the corner yeah. of Cherokee, Cherokee in Ohio. Yeah, it's actually Rico Suave. <laughs> <laughs> Make some noise. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, so yeah. So you. You're you're not really a, a guy that like to chat a lot on MySpace. No, nah, um, no, nah, that wasn't my thing. No, that's cool. That's cool. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I, I I always think of the day that Facebook, um, that SIU Carbondale became active on Facebook. It was crazy because I remember walking into a dorm and everyone had their dorm ro- dorm room door open, and. Uh, they were all on their computers on Facebook. So the facebook.com. Uh, the facebook.com. Yeah. yeah. So Mark Zuckerberg's face in the corner. Oh, yeah. So the early days were just like a wild west on there and I just remember um, they didn't have profile pictures that you could click on and enlarge. You just got just a little thumbnail. Yeah, a little thumbnail postage stamp size picture. So uh, there's this girl that I went to college with and I think we talked about this maybe during one of your visits, uh, since we we have we have tons of mutual friends, obviously going to the same high school. But um, uh, there's this girl uh, named Lacey Clark that I went to college with. Racy, they're Racy Lacey is what we called her. Uh-huh. Nah, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, so uh, so Lacey Clark had like a, a very she was one of the first people that I ever heard. Uh, and and came up with the term MySpace angle for, okay. so so Lacey had very uh, let's just say deceptive uh, deceptive profile pictures. So she used to message guys on Facebook and be like, "Hey, want to come over to my dorm? You know, hook up, blah blah blah." And guys would go over and they'd show up, and she was nothing like the thumbnail, and they got very angry. Blah, blah, and she blah. had a penis. Uh, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> nothing wrong with that, but you know, I mean, they they just felt let on in a uh, in a in the wrong direction. So, <laughs> so that caused that started a Facebook group called Lacey Clark Lie to me. Oh. So it was one of the most famous uh, Facebook groups at SIU Carbondale. It had like fifteen thousand people in it. Jesus! And it was supposed to be all these guys that Lacey Clark lied to, and you could set officers within these group, these Facebook groups. Oh yeah, I remember the yeah, officers. Yeah, yeah, those are the good old days. Yes, the 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 wild <laughs> west of Facebook. So, uh, so they you know get on and and um, it'd be like officer Lacey lied to me. <laughs> it was just like our officer name. So, so since you didn't use Facebook. MySpace. Uh, I sorry, MySpace. Correction. Since you didn't use MySpace to like chat girls up online, mm-hmm. or you didn't really chat girls up on the AIM uh, Tromboner 2005 <laughs> yeah, screen yeah. name, getting all the ladies, yeah, with getting that, all the ladies yes, with that name. With the, yes. So was it a Facebook thing? Like what that? What did that look like? My Facebook yeah. online dating. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I, I never had any racy laces come out and be like, racy lacy. Come on. over, come over to my dorm and pound me. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that never that never happened to me. I'll be honest about that. Um, I don't know. Just normal chatting up, getting phone numbers, like you know, ask girls in class for their Facebook and that kind of stuff. I don't know. Sending dick pics. Oh, just yeah. kidding, just kidding. JK, 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 <laughs> JK. That's what Snapchat's for, right? What? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I can't really recall. Um, oddly enough, for as many people as I chatted up on MySpace, I really didn't use Facebook that way, and I just added people in my classes, and I just became friends with like actual friends and stuff, and I found fun groups and stuff, but I never really used. Uh, Facebook in terms of like online dating you mentioned so have you used any other online dating tools like are you Christian Mingle black person meet <laughs> uh, sorry black people meet <laughs> dot yeah. com yeah dot com uh, like right now what am I currently on enter uh, enter at black people meet enter code JZ for <laughs> for 5% off or you can insult enter code um Childish Gambino for thirty five percent off. <laughs> the fuck is a Gambino? <laughs> <laughs> so, where are you on right now? Yeah, what am I on right now? Uh, let me just take a look at my phone. Yeah, let's take a look at your phone. Let's just let's just have a little look here. So, I mean, we haven't really talked about much of my my China life. Um, yeah, we're but in there. Basically, um, things are a bit different right now because I'm home. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, currently I'm just looking at my. My uh my folder that's called social, mm-hmm. and I feel like I could use any one of these apps, and there are twelve of them to try wow. to hook up with women. Um, there's the big one that's called WeChat, yes. and um, that's so used. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a whoa, minute! Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa! So, so we've we've tried to chat on WeChat. I yeah, mean, unless your phone is lame. Yeah, my my phone's not getting any. So, so tell me about WeChat. Like, how do you chat with someone on WeChat? Like, uh. In terms of using it to meet people, um, you know, well, okay. There's a lot of different ways that it work it works. Um, when I first got to China four years ago in September, um, 2012, the, the there's actually a function on here. I'll show you. Um, there's a function on here that that's called people nearby. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And it's probably not going to turn up anything here because there's probably not enough Chinese people around to yeah. actually use this function. Like when I was out in California, I would go on this and definitely could find about 100 people within 15 or 20 kilometers of my oh, location. Wow. Okay. Um, and at that time, when I first got there, people were using it like as a means of hooking up for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that lasted for quite a while. And it still happens a bit to some extent now, but now it's a, a bit more... China's just fucking mental all the time, and most of the people that are on nearby on this people nearby it used to be called look around on the look around feature um they're doing one of three things like number one some sort of like prostitution ring like oh wow maybe like a guy with an accounts and like you know he finds some finds like some foreign guy and like hey here's my women and sends a bunch of photos of like some naked like Chinese prostitutes and then you're like fuck off and you block them delete um you'll get other women that are just like hey I'm working you need service like that kind of shit um and you get a lot of people are just like fucking salespeople. like WeChat is a very powerful tool for Chinese so 
a lot of these people, you know, they have um, maybe they sell candles or handbags or like knock off this or something like that. And they just advertise all day in their Twitter like uh, moments function where you can post something. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So like these days it's being used um, for business a lot. I think the, the people nearby function. That being said, you know, if you if you meet a girl in a bar uh and you want to hook up with her like if you don't get her wechat like you're pretty much fucked like you're never going to see her again wow yeah so you know interesting yeah yeah so um so are there any like web based web based things that you use or you, is... um yeah for sure i mean so i've got like okay uh, keep it um the like, yeah the web based black people meet black people meet yeah i'm on uh asianwifes.com yeah <laughs> kidding Kidding, kidding, kidding. Um, yeah, there's one, you know, I haven't used it in a while, but have you ever heard of Tagged? Tagged? No. Yeah, it came from High Five, and they Did merged. they drop a vowel in the name? T-A-G-G-D? <laughs> no, they didn't. Wow, that's They surprising. got an E. They got an E in there, yeah. That's ta- Tagged. Um, that one's pretty good. And I'll be honest, like, yeah, I was talking about the WeChat. Definitely have found women on people nearby and, like, like, hey, you want to meet up? And so it works for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Um, tagged, yeah, it's like similar to like OK Cupid or something like that, um, but it just seems to be really popular in Asia. So I don't think my account works anymore, but at some point I think I had like a thousand matches or some shit on there. Same process, like swipe left, swipe right, and they have they have it on the PC as well, so you can use it like on an actual desktop. Um, so uh, you know, you you mentioned that. Um that the the people nearby functionality of wechat was like really popular and effective <clears throat> what do you think is different like culturally that that like i mean because so i'm thinking about if i were to sit at the bar you know at the bar like the just generic divey bar yeah. um and i open wechat or the uh, equivalent here and i use that function that wouldn't be as popular like i don't i don't really think that you get the gender breakdown that you're looking for with that uh, well you know that's like one of the nice things about living in a city of 30 million people is like even at four in the morning on a tuesday if you turn on your people nearby function there's still going to be like 300 women no problem within a you know whatever the radius is so that kind of touches on something else that i that i've been thinking about a lot lately and and i think a lot of the problems i always had with online dating was the fact that i would get on and there would be pages and pages and pages of people to flip through it was overwhelming like yeah with 300 people on the people nearby functionality like what do people leave like do they have like profiles that you can click through and see pictures or yeah yeah, yeah for sure oh, so, so it's like a little social network i mean kind of like so it's since we just looked at it i'll show you again um so we looked at the people nearby here in st louis and this is just not a very chinese part of the world yeah so there was unfortunately nobody nearby oh, however however like what would happen is if i was nearby and um somebody saw my profile there'd be a several lines just the whole page on your phone would be all these profiles and it'd be a picture and then there'll be like a little um a little circle like a 
this like logo right here, uh -huh. this little colorful circle, and that'll show like if they have moments or not. So you can click on their picture, no problem. You can enlarge the thumbnail, and it becomes a, it downloads the picture. Um, and oftentimes people have moments. So like on my moments, I've posted some of my stuff for my recent trip. So a user could click on my profile, and they could see my cover photo and my my profile photo, similar to Facebook, and then they could see my most recent ten post. So I have okay. one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. They can see all the way to my sunset, like the site that I took at uh, sunsets at Arches National Park in Utah. Yeah. So they could see those, and they could look at me and whatever. So they can get a bit of a feel. Like, there's no description of me other than like my WhatsApp that says "one adventure at a time." That's what my WhatsApp says right now. So they can see that and I a few like photos. It. So it's pretty like it's pretty safe. It's pretty safe, yeah. But I I still like it, and in terms of a little one liner hook. Um, it it's not. Hey, I like music. I like going to the gym, and I like my St. Louis Cardinals. Right, not like a uh, real is, personal bio, just like something, yeah, just yeah, a little tagline. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, but you know, my my thing always <laughs> with those profiles and those about me is they're they're as stock, generic, boring profiles as you can possibly get. And yep. one of my friends uh, actually let me grab my phone. One of my friends just had this experience, and I can read the interaction. Um, it was one of the more ridiculous. Uh, this was on Bumble. This is one of my female friends. Um, and so she, she, she started that shit. Yes, yeah, she started the conversation. So this guy's <laughs> profile reads, single guy. He's 31. Uh, single guy looking to meet someone new. Work full time and getting a master's degree. Fan of all things entertainment, movies, music, TV series, sports, exercise, outdoors, reading, restaurants, bars, and craft beer. He sounds like a real great guy. Yeah. Humor is important to me and up for just about anything. So that's the thing. This is one of the most generic profiles, and you can look at this guy's face. Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Webster University graduate, two thousand eight. <laughs> ah, we can't out this dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Brad. So there's Brad, and uh, he has one of the most bo boring uh, profiles that I've ever seen. Plain from Jane. Someone. Yeah, I mean his name would be uh, Sarah, as in Sarah Plain and Tall. Um, if <laughs> if like if he could have a profile, right? But the funny thing is. He's not Sarah Plain and Tall because let me read the next series of uh, conversation that they had. Um, so they made plans. They were talking for a while, um, and uh, uh, it got to the day of the date. And he messaged her and he said, "I forgot to ask, how tall are you?" So she says five eight, maybe like five seven and a half. So he says, "Gotcha." I am only 5'7 myself. Maybe this isn't going to work out then. What? So she responds, why? I mean, I don't really care about height. And he says, I do, though. I have dated women who are taller than me before, and it didn't work out. I'm sorry. I should have asked you sooner. Good luck out there, though. What? And they never went out. So, I mean, I mean, so Brad, hearing Brad, about Brad. that, yeah, I... I, that that we could go in so many different directions with that interaction mm -hmm, alone mm -hmm. because I mean it's really disappointing. 
um, and there are obviously a lot of insecurities here. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, there are a lot of insecurities there with Brad. You know, you can you can stick your fingers in that shark if you want to wander wander your hands with something. Yeah. Now I just had to chide Kevin because he's he's um, hitting the mic stand with his fingers and it is. I'm just a bit of a fiddler, you know. It's cool, fiddler on the roof. I just like to fidget a little bit. Yeah, fidget, fidget, fidgeter. <laughs> Fidgeter on the roof. Yeah, no one cares about that joke. Okay, and uh, yeah. and cut. Yeah, we'll just we'll just edit that out. But um, yeah. So so that's the thing that I think like uh, that always disappointed me about online dating is uh, the lack of effort that a lot of people had and unique uh, profiles and Brad especially. You know, like he says he likes movies, TV series, sports. Can we get a little more generic? Right. Right. You know, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty much. Favorite movies: Die Hard. Yeah, Top uh, Gun actually. Top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun. Maverick and Goose Dog. Yeah, all day. A, that's where it's at. So, so, so you know, so you've used you've used WeChat and uh, to meet people. Like you said, you had eleven social apps. There were twelve. But... Twelve, twelve social apps. So, so what's the closest <laughs> equivalent to Tinder uh, right. that you guys have? There's this one called Tantan. Tantan, T-A-N-T-A-N. Yeah, you can see the, on the bottom left there. The okay, orange, the yeah. Orange, uh, what would you describe that as? Uh, it's it's like a smile. It's a very friendly, smiling face. It's like almost uh, like a little icon. fox something. Yeah, it is. Tantan, T-A-N-T-A-N. He's foxy. Or she. He or she is foxy. They are foxy. <laughs> Don't know the preferred pronouns in this case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They. They? Yes, they. We. <laughs> we chat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so tantan yeah. is very similar you can literally hear a cricket <laughs> going right now because there is a cricket in my basement that has been creaking for like two days and down there the chinchillas me, it's trying yes it's driving me crazy so tantan yeah so tantan um it sounds like a gps <laughs> it does a little bit tom tom tantan yeah boo boo um tantan yeah it BP. works very similarly to tinder um Unfortunately, I downloaded this app after I got back to the U.S. and you have—it's one of these where you have to use your phone number to register. Um, and well, I already have an account, so I didn't want to like make a new account. I just wanted to sign in with my phone number in China, which would need the Chinese number anyway. But it works on the same premise as Tinder, where it's just like swipe left and a swipe right, but there's no Facebook affiliation at all. Obviously, that's not the China-friendly thing. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Next, what's on your mind? So is it is it popular? Like, do people use? Oh it? yeah, yeah, for sure, for I sure. I mean, so uh, they must have like at least fifty million users already. I'm sure. The funny thing about me uh, about Tinder to me is like the the evolution that took place with the app because it started out as kind of a hookup app. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely kind of a hookup. But then um, now you get on Tinder. Um, or, uh, and, and you'll see people are just like a whole array of what are you looking for? Yeah. But then a vast majority, I I see the first thing that someone will say will be like, I'm not looking for a hookup. Yeah. And, and personally, I, I, I don't use Tinder. Um, but I, I found it very exhausting at the time, uh, because uh, it just, it it had a I had a weird conflicting feeling about it 
um, in the sense that like I'm, I'm definitely a people person. You're a people person as well. Um, but I like to actually like meet people and get to know them because I feel like everyone's everyone's really interesting when it gets down to it. Right. Tinder eliminates that. The yeah. whole swiping system, you know, it's all about how good is that first profile picture? Yeah. Are you using a weird angle? Are you, is it a car selfie? Yeah. Is it a bathroom mirror selfie? Right. Is it your fucking dog? Yeah. Is it a dog? Is it my car? Yeah. Is it me posing with a dead carcass or something i mean like that's there's drill expert uh professional bass fisherman yeah for, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah imagine this dude holding up like a 800 pound or 80 pound bass 800 pound uh, 800 pound bass. jesus I mean, you know, that, well i mean now we're just getting carried away i'm not gonna work for the rest of 2016 if that's the case if i caught that thing but um yeah so i i think you know i i i always felt weird about it because it was like super overwhelming to me because i i would just go on and then uh then eat like match with people and and there's always like a pressure and and messaging them and i don't know i i didn't really particularly enjoy online dating i never have in my entire life thank and you know thankfully i'm not uh but uh but i don't know so Tan Tan. Um, it, it, so what's... Uh, okay. Here's what we're going to do. I think we can... Say say we just matched on Tan Tan. You Ooh. and I. Yes, yes. I think it's a good match right yeah. there. Yeah. I, I'm thinking so. I would have swiped right. We would look so, really good yeah. in a selfie together. You know oh, that? Yeah, yeah. And you can <laughs> add it to your, your WeChat moments. and Absolutely. Boom. I mean, yeah, you'll pick up all sorts of people in the near people nearby. So yeah, I'm thinking about the Shanghai people will be flocking. When the ladies will be, <laughs> just, yeah, see that profile picture of oh, me and Jarrell. Yes, yes. Okay. Anyway, go on. The sorry. Diversity. I yes, digress. Yes. Uh, so, so, um, so say we just matched. We just matched. Yeah. Um, what does the conversation go like? Like, was this? Pretty like stock, you know, just, really? um, you know, I try to like, I always try to make a com- comment about a picture. Um, that's usually my go-to, but sometimes like when you're, when you're looking at like 30 matches in a day, like ain't nobody got time for 30, like fucking photo comments, you know, like you choose a couple girls that you want to talk to, um, the ones that look like the most interesting or maybe at that time, the most easy to fuck or whatever it is. Right. Whatever, whatever, whatever you're looking for. Whatever no I'm judgment. looking for. Yeah, yeah. No judgment. there. Yeah. So, but I think most people, like most dudes in China, like most of my friends are foreigners and they all just go through and it's like, hello, hi there. Nice to meet you. Like that kind of shit, just straight through all their matches. And I've done that before as well. So, but that's not, um, like, you know, if you're trying to like actually get to know a person, I feel like digging deeper is a bit better. Uh, yeah, definitely. It gives you a more, um, it gives you a less shallow connection, obviously. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. Um, so, so, okay. So how about we do this too? Um, do you have like a, a, a like when you think of what was like a natural um, interaction that you had with someone on on Tan Tan? Um, how, how okay? Do you want do you want to read through a conversation? Do you want to like break down a conversation? Sure. How do you feel about that? 
Is this your conversation that you've had with somebody? Oh, no, no, no. One of your, like, Tantan conversation. Oh, we're going to have a conversation like you and I? Yeah, yeah, no. So No, like, no we, I, I, I unfortunately don't have any Tantan combos oh, on there bummer, anymore. Oh, bummer, bummer. Um, okay. Hmm. Okay. What about, like, a WeChat? Do you have, like, a good texting interaction that we could read through? Maybe so. I'm trying to make it weird here, Kevin. I understand. Yeah. I, you know what I'm getting at. Let me see. Um, because I have a perfect one for a later podcast that I have coming up with someone. Just while you're looking up, I'll talk about um, some of the upcoming podcasts. Well, tomorrow I am recording a podcast with someone that moved in with a significant other at a very young age. If I recall correctly, I think she told me she was 21 when she moved in with her boyfriend, then boyfriend, and you know like things she's learned from that so i'm really excited about that conversation <laughs> I, th I think i found a good one let's have it so I here's what i'm gonna do i'm going to sit next to you okay and i can read the other voice um as you're having it okay that sounds reasonable i can't okay so let me let me just give you the, the back to back part of the story real quick um well, Jarrell, you finish that up? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And so, um, I met this girl. This actually, this girl, I met her on Badu, actually. I'm pretty sure. Badu. So, what's I'm, Badu? So, Badu is, it's also, like you know, you got a swipe left and a swipe right. Okay. Um, it's a Tinder clone. It's, it's Tinder-like, except you can actually see people that are in your area as well. Um, okay. So it'll show you like people in your general surroundings, and then you match, and you can like play the game, you swipe, whatever. Like okay. That. So Got anyway, it. when I went to Beijing in uh, the middle of June, I just was like, you know, whatever, about doing, about doing around a little bit, and I met this girl, and she's. This is a funny conversation because her English is obviously not very good at all. Okay. So I'll read. And uh, what is this girl's name? Her name, I believe those Chinese characters are Shosho, but she told me that Shosho. she goes by Minnie. Minnie. Okay. So Minnie I'm Minnie Mouse. I'm going to be Minnie Mouse in this conversation. So you open the conversation. Oh, she yeah. opens. She opened. Yeah. She she apparently added me. I'm um, Minnie. And then like that was in the middle of the night and I said, Morning. <laughs> Sorry I fell asleep. Awkward face. Too bad. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> So this feels like, let me just sorry here. This feels like, did you ever watch uh, the To Catch a Predator episodes <laughs> on Dateline? Yeah, yeah this, a little bit. This really does feel like To Catch a predator right now. So, okay. So not saying that you are, uh, but okay. Uh, so so we can we can continue. Um, so this is getting good. Keep in mind, I'm in Beijing with my friends. And like cool. all, I, all I wanted to do was just fuck this girl. Okay. She okay. looked, looked kind of cute. That's fine. That's okay. fine. So I said, Maureen, sorry I fell asleep too bad yeah that awesome and i said i know i really wanted to see you what did you end up doing that was my you know that's my opening line right there what did you i really wanted to see you which is not true at all too bad she says that again <laughs> yeah okay. i really wanted to see you what did you end up doing too bad is her response odd what did you want to do last night meet sad face so sad right now too bad <laughs> <laughs> I send an, I send a Chinese emoticon crying face. So like that's that's three times that she said too bad now. So you sent the 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 crying crying, crying emoticon. So she said too bad. <laughs> that's four times now. My response: You don't say much, huh? 
Where are you? I'm hungry. I'm at my hotel now. Hungry? Where? Sanlutun. Hotel name. <laughs> Sanlutun Youth Hostel. That not that's not host hotel. Jeez, I can't read. Why? Do you want to come here? No. I can't read that song. <laughs> and then and then she sent me her uh her location. Come. Can you come here? I'm going to Lama Temple soon. My train leaves here at five o'clock tonight. Too bad. <laughs> that's six. <laughs> Where are you? Shanghai. Too this, bad. This is like a week later. Too bad. <laughs> Just kidding. She she didn't say it sometime. So far, I'm in Beijing. Yeah, BJ. Yeah, BJ. Okay. And I said, yeah. What's that? What's that mean? Th- this is a voice message. Oh, it's a voice message. Let's play this. Oh shit! John. It's not there anymore. Oh, John. It's been deleted. Oh, bummer. Unfortunately. Okay, so you guys sent. Two I think. I think she. I think she just said to me like, "Nishai Shanghai ma," and I was like, "Yeah, we'll shy. We'll shy. We'll shy Shanghai." And then she sends a crying face. Crying face. I just, she just said, "Are you in Shanghai?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm in Shanghai." Why not in Beijing? <laughs> because I came home to see my family. <laughs> it's been two years. So she sent you a picture of a sheep. <laughs> it's like and I saw the picture of a smiley face. So this sheep is now dancing and smiling and waving. Oh, it's waving. So she says, "Where are you now?" America still. Too bad. <laughs> we'll be here all summer. I have to spend time with my family. You are. Question mark. What do you mean? Where are you now? <laughs> Colorado, U.S. Why? <laughs> Vacation. Too bad. <laughs> I have to see my family. So that's eight. That's eight. So, uh, I mean, so Kevin. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> you want me to take some screenshots and send that to you later? Uh, yeah, too bad. We'll, we'll, we'll leave screenshots of that conversation in the comment section. <laughs> too bad <laughs> uh, so i i feel like my next text to you is just gonna be too bad <laughs> so 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 yeah so so that's that's a great interaction by the way and um met her online yeah yeah so i i feel like that is uh even with the um the language barrier, I feel like that's a very uh, atypical conversation that people might have through right. these apps these days. So, okay, so you guys didn't meet. No, uh, too bad. Have not yet. Yeah, too bad. It's really too bad. We haven't met yet. <laughs> I think that'll just be the name of this episode of the podcast. <laughs> too, too bad. Too bad. <laughs> Kevin, too bad. Uh, so, um yeah people are shutting this off right now for sure for sure. as we are and uh we're about an hour 10 and 70 minutes uh because we're gonna snip the first seven minutes or so of this off uh but um so so thinking about that you guys never met but so some of the people that you have met you know they, they uh some of the things that you've told me have been such funny interactions with people one especially uh, that I am, uh, I'm, I'm, it's like a, it, this is basically like a, um, uh, uh, who was that that gave up that Pujols home run in 05? In the Billy playoffs? Wagner. Billy, was that Wagner? No, yeah. It's Billy Wagner. It's like a hanging Billy Wagner. Speaking of Pujols. Yeah, yeah. Speak, yes, speaking of. So, so yeah, one of my, one of my favorite tales that you, that you had, uh, what, what is that? Was it the recent one that I told you when we had a Mexican at Adam Shaw's house? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell tell me about that. All right. So 
this is some batshit crazy. I don't know. Anyway, I met this girl online. Maybe what what app? Did that was through how, that was through Badu. Badu. And then Badu. see in China, on China, like you meet anybody on any app, whether it's like Tan Tan, Scout, Tinder, uh, whatever. Badu. Badu. Then, is then everybody one. immediately goes to WeChat. Am my WeChat? Yeah. Badu is one of those apps that you just can't say normally. You just gotta be like Badu. <laughs> Badu. I like wonder, Yahoo back Man, in the day. I wish I had some of the fucking screenshots. I have a new phone, unfortunately. Ah, bummer. Did you drop your old phone? Um, Yeah. Oh, man, that's a different story. But, yeah, I, okay. my, my phone got run over by a bus oh, in, in March. Man. That was I literally run over by a, a bus. Like, I, I yeah. know what it feels like to get hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah. I actually do. Yeah. So, anyways. So, this girl... I think she might have deleted me from WeChat. Oh, bummer. From the looks of it. Oh, okay. I'm not too upset about that. But anyway, I met her on uh, on Badu. <coughs> and we ended up <laughs> Badu. We ended up going out for a coffee. At, no, no. I went to meet her for drinks, I think. And that night I had uh, tickets to go see Paul Van Dyke. With, nice. Uh, it was a free show. My my Russian friend, his friend was a promoter and got it for free. So anyway, I just went for a few drinks casual with this girl. And uh, she just seemed a bit weird from the get-go. I was a bit late, like 20 minutes or something, I understand. But she was, like, obviously an oddball. We sat down, and we're at the bar. And then I see another girl that I had kind of seen before. So it's just, like, this weird thing. Anyway, we finally end up, like, making out a little bit. And um, then she starts, like, just, like, rubbing my leg and then, like, going, you know, swinging past my hip and all the way around to my my bum. I'm like, what is it? Like, what? What are you doing? He kind of like just like, you know, you know, push her away like a pigeon. Like, what do you do? What do you <laughs> like a pigeon? I mean, I don't know. It was don't just the first. The... It was just the first like analogy I, I could think of. A, yeah, that's it. That's I'm sorry. I don't speak analogy. English very much anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. That's fair. Um, so she's just like trying to like sneak into my into my my posterior if you will, into my beehole. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And she's like, she's like, I like your I like your butt, and I'm like, what? Okay, this is weird. So anyway, like we kissed and like I went to my show and it was like the end of the night. Everything was like okay. I was it's kind of weird. Um, a week after that, we went to meet at a Starbucks, a couple blocks away from my house, and that's when things got really weird. And I guess we get stranger from here. So anyway, we went to the Starbucks and we're sitting on this couch, like a little love seat, and then she like really tried to just like get in there. Like, really trying. And I was like, you can't fucking not in public. Like, there's a million people here. Because we're in China. Like, there's a lot of people. What are you doing? And she's like, I just, you know, I just like it. I'm like, oh, you're Too so. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, you're so uh... weird and whatever. So that all happened. And I kind of just, like, ignored her from there. And uh, maybe two months after that, she texts me. on She WeChats me. And it's like, hi, Kevin. I'm like, I'm like, what? And she's like, I miss your pinky hole. <laughs> and i'm like what i'm like what do you and uh, honestly this was a new term to me like I, i'm assuming a lot of you guys listening to this are going to know what a pinky hole was but for those of you that don't know a pinky hole apparently is your butthole um why pinky is it like is that a term that's really uh that's used often i don't know maybe we there? should urban dictionary that i'm not yeah. sure <clears throat> but i don't know she's a bit of a weirdo and so she misses my pinky hole and that day just happened to be the day I spent the whole time talking to my buddy, my workmate, about um, what do we think a pinky hole is until she finally told us. 
And then we were blown away. And then it just got weirder from there. And she started like, I want to see your pinky hole. And like, I want to taste your pinky hole. And I was like, okay, man, like, you know, like some dudes are into like tossing salads and like some girl, you know, that's fine. But like, it was just like weird. You know, we just yeah, met online. We just met. We just met online. Like, yeah, that is a very vulnerable <laughs> act, you know, and, um, the, there's got to be a sense of comfort between the two parties uh, yeah. involved uh, for that pinky hole play to be an option. So I mean, that, that wasn't that, <laughs> pinky hole play. Yeah, that what that wasn't on on the table. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. pinky hole was not on the table. So to go on. So anyway, like of course I took a ton of screenshots. That conversation just got more and more ridiculous as my friend egged me on. You know, so I took screenshots of everything and sent it to like all my friends in China, and everybody got to you know revel in the glory of the pinky hole at my at my dispense or sorry at my expense i swear i fucking speak english um at my expense you know and i was fine with it so nothing from there ever happened until um just before i left to come back to america um at the end of june i flew out on july 1st and arrived back here on, on the first of july crazy international dateline shit right there right right um so anyway, the night before, maybe it wasn't the night before, maybe like a week before that, I was at this popular bar street in Shanghai, which has kind of like become a pe- pedestrian street, even though there's still automobile traffic. But basically everybody just parties on the street and there's tons of people there, especially on a nice, you know, spring, early summer night. There's a ton of people there out drinking, um, happy hour, all that stuff. So I'm standing there with a group of friends. One of them is definitely like high as shit on acid or something and um they're like everybody else like smoking joints and whatever no big no big deal just another night well i look over and suddenly i see this girl and she always wore this wet red dress this girl i'm talking about pinky hole girl and she always wore this red dress every time i saw her and sure enough who gets out of the taxi down the street like three bars away from me fucking pinky hole the perp (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know and i was like oh shit i kind of like ducked away and like put like my hand over my head and like over my face i was like i hope she didn't see me well next thing wouldn't you know who pops up right next to me this fucking bitch (laughs) and and to make things even like stranger she walked right up to me and she like stood next to me and i just like didn't i saw somebody you know out of my peripherals and i just you know, I didn't want to like. I knew who she was, and I was like, "Fuck!" So as she pull, as she gets up to me, she's like, "Hello, Kevin," in front of like all these friends of mine. Like one dude's on acid, and like you know, we're like what? <laughs> like what are you doing? Like what? I was like, "Hi!" And what happened was all the guys, and I think there were like two girls. There was like maybe six or seven of us. Everybody else started like fucking just cracking up. Like they thought it was the funniest thing ever that this girl comes up, walks right up to me like all business, and then "Hello, Kevin," you know. So, in the meanwhile, while they're all, you know, just losing their minds, um, she, like, looks at me and she's like, hey, can I have a hug? And I'm like, okay, sure. Kind of, like, awkwardly lean in. And as as I'm going past her, our uh, our faces, you know, as we're going for the hug, our faces go past each other. And she whispers into my ear. She's like, how's your asshole? <laughs> as and all my friends are losing their fucking minds. And there are a thousand people on the streets, right? 
after that, she just goes like straight down my pants and just like starts to finger my fucking butthole <laughs> on the street. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, get out of here. Get out of here. Swatting her away like a pigeon again, you know? Oh, jeez. A pigeon, yes, obviously. The annoying carrier pigeon. <laughs> which I recently found out the carrier pigeon is extinct. Is it? Yeah. That's a shame. I, I feel like we should Google and verify that, but that's why I heard. It, it's extinct. So, um. What else were we going to Google? Uh. <laughs> pinky hole pinky hole urban, urban dictionary that shit we were going to urban dictionary it so i'm going to urban dictionary that right now to just make sure that um that carrier pigeon extinct extinct oh man i don't want to know i asked that oh i i'm not connected to my wi-fi oh population oh rock dove Rock Dove. Rock Dove. Dove? Dove? Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> Man, you think oh, my English the... is bad? Look at this guy. Wow. Passenger... He lives in America. Yeah, Passenger Pigeon is extinct. They call it, yeah, Passenger Pigeon, a an extinct species. So three billion to zero. What happened to Carrier Pigeon? Um... Human actions might have caused the species populations to grow huge as well as led to its demise. It went from abundant to extinct in less than a hundred years. So just, just, uh, just, uh, pinky, pinky hole girl. She might be extinct here pretty soon is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, so there, there's that. And, you know, there's, you know, the, um, um, so thinking about your time back in the States, now that, now that you're back back for for 10 more days as your mom uh, appropriately shamed you over uh <laughs> so thinking about being back like what it, i i assume it's there's an adjustment period because you know you install tinder on your phone while you're here and and um you know you're swiping but like is there any sort of adjustment period to get used to dating people from the St. Louis metropolitan area? Yeah, for sure. But I mean, but truthfully, I haven't been on any dates since I've been back here. Yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, was, you're uh, so limited on time. You yeah, I'm really... so limited on time. And I've talked to some women like on uh, on Tinder and Bumble since I've been back here. But, you know, I'm an honest person. And I just tell them like, yeah, look, I'm going back to China. And like, you know, a few days ago, it's two weeks. I'm like, two weeks from now, I'll be gone. And like, you know, they're not very interested in that. Like you said, their profile generic i'm a cardinals fan not looking for hookups so uh so thinking about since you've had a bit of time to be away and and admittedly the uh apps like this weren't a thing when i first um when i first moved back to st louis in 2007 (laughs) when i moved back to this area you know uh 2008 actually uh apps like this weren't a thing so if you were to think about like the stock midwest girl uh, what does that look like in your book oh man well yeah you know like some um, drinks bud light goes on goes on uh float trips in the summer float trips man yeah float trips are such a maybe thing. maybe her family has a cabin somewhere <laughs> um <laughs> 
maybe smokes weed once a year yeah insists that she gets really fucked up when she smokes weed and vomits um big into baseball very pretty bad driver probably Mm, okay okay (laughs) i mean i'm i i can be a bad driver too binge smoke cigarettes when drinking oh yes the binge smoke this binge smoking partner yes uh chain smoking binge smoking I'm the one that's having all sorts of issues with my English right well, I was now. Apparently. Binge smoking, yeah, right. binge smoking. I just went with it. So, so yeah. So I mean, having that much exposure to the non-Midwestern partner is that a little difficult to come home to? Like, um, wait, say that again. I can't. So, so yeah. So y- you know, you've had exposure to so many different cultures and. Mm-hmm types of people people from all around the globe and i think that's super cool so coming back to st louis whenever you visit mm-hmm. i imagine that's a little difficult one uh when, oh yeah when you have people who have literally like never left the area at all or branched out or done anything to leave their comfort zone right exactly so and i mean when that comes to um like potential partners is it is that really boring like yeah for sure man yeah uh, i so do you just try to talk to people and you just get bored or yeah i mean i don't know it's just maybe the feelings are mutual i don't know i think that most people that i meet are like either intrigued or turned off by the fact that i live in china yeah like it's uh, there's not really any gray area because they know i'm gonna be gone right so i think um yeah it's it just kind of fizzles out pretty quickly unless they're like really into like whoever they believe I am or whoever they see me for. Yeah. Okay. So, um, a couple more things that came to mind. That's a normal car that's driving by. It's not a scooter. If only you could hear how loud things are in these headphones, (laughs) but I have to do it to make sure that we're both, like I said, an hour ago, make sure that we're both talking into the microphones. But, um, so a couple more things actually came to mind when we were chatting the other day. Um, so like best best date and best series of dates or something or best partner that you've uh, are I mean are are you into anyone over there now or what does what does the current dating uh, dating situation look like for you? Yeah, there's one girl um, that I'm into. The I just I just met her like must have been like june 10th or something like that um and she's a really nice girl um she's from the northeast northeastern part of china she speaks english quite well i just met her at the bar one night uh she happened to be staying in the area with a friend so just met her and started hanging out a little bit but i only hung out with her about three times after we met because the end of the the school year is just so busy and then trying to see off all my friends and the revolving door that is my life that you know people that i won't see again for a long time so you try to spend that time with them so we didn't really get to hang out too much but um currently yeah we chat pretty much every day on wechat (laughs) uh send photos to each other whatever so things are things are pretty good um she had mentioned she wanted to be at the airport to pick me up when i get back but she's not going to be in shanghai at that time actually and that's perfectly okay with me that's not a big deal um so yeah she'll be there i go back i'll be back in china on the 26th of august i believe 
after the time change. And she'll be in town on the 31st of August. Cool. So hopefully cool. we can we can pick up from there and see what's what. She's a really nice girl. Um, no complaints so far. I, I think she doesn't have a college degree, and that's the only one thing that kind of worries me a little bit. But she's had some good work experiences, at least. Yeah. So earlier you mentioned, you know, like a, a end game. And your your end game is really like wanting, you know, to have a family and to have kids and mm-hmm. things like that. Do you put like a time limit on, on this? Or? I have done that before, but now I'm at a point where I put, I put a time limit on myself um, maybe 18 months ago. And since then, things have changed. You know, I, I told myself that I was going to do these three years consecutively in my current school, which, like, this up, upcoming term begins the third contract. I'll get a nice bonus. So that was my idea was stay for a little bit, get some more experience, get this bonus, and then go off into the next phase of my life, which at that time was coming back to America. But that's not really in the cards right now. I just don't really necessarily want to be here, Yeah. especially if we get a – president trump <laughs> uh yeah yeah <laughs> too embarrassing it, too embarrassing for me this is something that uh if it hits the vaults and someone listens to this 10 15 years from now we can just laugh at the fact that that was even a possibility I um, hope so. we'll we'll call this just like a a, a, a a britney spears chopping her hair off moment in american history <laughs> all right or we can call it a second slavery, one of the two. Whatever yeah, unfortunately, we have like a hundred, a hundred million people that agree with him for some reason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Common, ooh, boy, it's scary. So, so yeah, so things have changed, even though you've you've made plans. Uh, when you originally like had this outlined, what did that look like? Was it a uh, um, five years you want to be married and have that first kid out or <laughs> i know you said three years for you know to, to not, finish I, that up it was more like that three-year plan was more about uh it was career oriented um it didn't you know i i told myself that i wanted to do this program in america and i was gonna do it after the three years well five years in china um and i i told myself you know if it's like the right girl, if she's the right girl, like fuck it, bring her back to America. Um, and if like I'm dating somebody else, just do it for me. Like I would just be like, look, I'm gonna do this. This is what I want to do with my life. I'm sorry, like you're a nice girl, yada yada. yada. Um, but now I just, for me, I don't think that America is the place for me. Um, so that's kind of changed the landscape of how I view my relationships, even um, because now I feel like the the timer isn't running out on me anymore, so to speak. Right. Your I kinda, clock's not ticking. The clock isn't ticking as I once felt like it was. Um, so that's why I feel, yeah, the outlook towards uh, dating life and women and all that stuff is just a bit different than it used to be. Cool. Yeah. So I'm not putting any sort of limits on anything like that. Like, Oh, you're a nice girl, but I'm going to leave now. So like, fuck you, you yeah. know, talking about that earlier, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, is there anything else that that really comes to mind when you think about your time and and so okay we can go even more broad than um than all these dating apps and and stuff and cultural differences 
when you think about like how things have changed modern like modern dating wise um the same thing come up immediately but you want to chat through because <laughs> i'm here for you buddy uh for example one of the things i that i told you about earlier was um when i first started using online dating websites and um it was overwhelming to see so many pages and pages and pages of people i i i didn't like that at all um anything like that really really on your mind these well days? you know like one thing that's um in relation to my time in china um and i think yeah you're talking about the sheer magnitude of people that are using these tools and resources now um and i think earlier i mess I, I mentioned the butthole girl the pinky hole girl yeah. and i think i said i think she deleted me and like honestly that's like a really common thing to have happening in china um you're, you're just another number like that's kind of a mindset of chinese people in general because there's so many of them right they already just feel like i'm not in the communist party i'm just another number yeah. um and i think that's the way that a lot of people treat relationships I've, I've had so many times where i thought like i you know um relationships friendships whatever like not necessarily anything mm-hmm. intense but you know i've had um times where i thought i like i knew a girl and like things were going all right during our chats and we're gonna go out again soon or go out for the first time or whatever and then i message her and it hasn't been but three days and then she has deleted me um i feel like people in general are just a bit you know like nobody's willing to actually dig deep most of the time like they're just kind of very we're just kind of becoming more shallow i think um you just have so many options at your disposal right it's like i met you on wechat i don't like you like you've never like said anything to me or whatever i'm just delete you or like you know i feel like people are just becoming disposable yeah you know just a, just a profile picture oh totally 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 so um thinking through like dating successes that i've had um as an adult uh online the people are in person actually because uh, so those successes have been people who are willing to meet me halfway in terms of going deep because i like <laughs> to get to know someone and like we're doing right now we've known each other for a long ass time but still yeah uh yeah like what 14 years 14 years 14 years 14 years so we've known each other for 14 years but um but i still like the ability to like sit down and chat with people about things that otherwise you know we might mention in passing um but then i take that philosophy in my dating life as well and the people that are willing to have those talks with me and not talk about stock first date bs or ones that i find myself dating you know and and having a good relationship with because they are willing to open up and be vulnerable yeah yeah i agree with that man so so if you were to if you were to invent like a perfect dating app or like or like a dating website what what does that look like for you and I'll, I'll i'll have i'll have an answer if you're if you want to think on that ruminate for a second while while i talk you go ahead so so for me i'm gonna think that one over it would be it would kind of be like bumble because uh for me i i the what i enjoyed about bumble was the fact that it gave um 
it gave the power to uh, the women in the conversation. And that's where I feel like Tinder and OkCupid and all these other sites go wrong because when it comes down to it, those sites essentially feel like, and from what I saw um, uh, through like sitting with my female friends as they're using all of these things, uh, it feels like a bunch of guys just like waving their dicks at you you know and okay. and it's like a low effort hey hey right what's up what are you up to oh not too much just got home from the gym right so you gotta mention the gym of course like right off the bat but um so it would eliminate that aspect so it'd be bumble because it would give power to um the women in these situations because i feel like um dating these days uh like these online sites and stuff are just kind of skewed towards the men the the male experience on there um so it it would have bumble the woman would have to message first but then two it would have like a um your profile couldn't be like a stock uh profile like brad i like tv series i like music i like sports now fuck off um it, i want it to be something like you have to answer one of these three questions okay so maybe it's uh it's like a security question you know how you have those very specific like a bot. Like a yeah, capture. yeah 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 security question uh so you have to answer like this question that isn't stock you know and it's more of a this is who i am as a person i don't know if you saw the New York Times ran this article that was like, in order to have someone fall in love with you, do this, you know, have sit down with them and walk through these like 25 questions and you chat about it. And mm -hmm. um, a scientist uh, ran that for a first time and, and the subjects fell in love with each other and got married and it's become like such a thing. So and I, I've yet to do it, but um I, I think though like that's successful because it forces people to get to know each other on a real level. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're getting at. So um, it'd be a combination of those two. Um, but it would definitely be conversational based uh, because I'm so big on being able to talk to my partner or any potential partners. Mm -hmm. um, so does that does that kind of make more sense for you now? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So with your with your experience, and if you were to come up with like a perfect um, thing when you were to go back to China, like what is that? What's that app look like? Um. Okay. If you're just talking in Chinese terms, yeah. I, I like. I I agree with your ideas. Your ideals about um. You know, having an introduction that's just not so stock and such bullshit. Problem for me is that <clears throat> in China, like, that's never going to happen. They're just very, like, Chinese. Or, sorry, <laughs> very Chinese. <clears throat> They're very, you know, kind of superficial. And everything is just very basic. Like, you know, there's not a lot of words to describe feelings. You know, like, for example, how are you today? Like, in Chinese, it'd just be like, I'm fine. That's, an, you know, for them, that's enough. <clears throat> that's enough for them to understand um, <laughs> how somebody else is feeling. That's enough. So I don't think that people are willing to actually dig deep in that culture. Um, some are. 
usually the ones that have more foreign experiences traveling or studying in a foreign country or whatever those are the ones that are going to give you more meat you know so to speak um so there's that one thing that i would like love to filter out of all this shit is the fucking trannies and prostitutes man (laughs) yeah there's so many like fake profiles floating around on all these apps in china um i can't even tell you how many times i've i'll admit it accidentally swiped right on a fucking tranny it's happened. You get in the habit of like going through a hundred, and then like hundred and one is a tranny. And you're like, oh shit! And there's no like undo like on Tinder. You just, so I mean, you know, in the end, you just fucking unmatch yourself once it is a match because trannies are willing to do anything for money. So you just unmatch, and then they'll never contact you, and it's fine. So, but it's still annoying, right? You go through and you see like these fake beautiful women, and then you see these like, you know, trannies that are like more beautiful than most women. So. Uh, the um um i i think if you were to use uh that term online these days you might you might get a little bit of pushback because it's <laughs> okay sorry the trans- yes. transgenders yes 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 <laughs> thank you so um so transgenders yeah. so so yeah so i um what if i were thinking about like a uh I'm I'm on Snapchat right now actually. I'm snapping uh, 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 our experience at the moment. So um, you know what I would think about for you in terms of an app, it would be like a hybrid of so many different apps. Yeah, exactly. It have like couch surfing built oh. in as well. Okay. Boom. I like that. <laughs> Boom. It'd be I like, like a combination of like couch surfing, Yelp. Uh, mm. Tinder, uh, Badoo. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. Uh, and well, actually, call it too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so yeah, I I think um, um, I think I would if I were creating an app for you, it would seriously be a combination of all that. Yeah, it, I think it that. would take like the traveling into into account as yeah. well because you know I think of you as a very well traveled. Uh, down for anything type of guy. So, um, yeah. So I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, if I were crafting the perfect Kevin Schmidt app, uh, that that's what <laughs> I, it would look like. I, for yeah, me. I, I think yeah. that that's a a pretty good representation. Because you know, part of the thing for me too is that sometimes, like, sometimes I am looking to just like hook up. You mm-hmm. know, I think like and most okay. most human beings. You know, most most of us we sometimes you just want to hook up. Sometimes, like, you're feeling a little lonely, you want somebody else in your life, you're looking to actually meet a real person. So, you know, I think that uh, a genuine and I, person. I don't think that anything's wrong with that as long as you guys have a um, an honest stream of communication to open. Yeah. You know, I feel and like... an understanding and a, yeah. of each other, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the times that I've gotten in trouble with that in the past, um, I'm thinking of one in particular years ago where... Um, after that first time, we had like a really awkward conversation the next day when I went back to work, and then I had a string of <clears throat> meetings. But I had like this hour long meeting, and she had left something at my place. And by the time I didn't take my phone with me to this meeting, but by the time I got back to my desk. She had uh, responded back and was like, she'd sent me like a wall of text because she's asking to hang out again. 
but which was perfectly fine but then from there um um i didn't immediately respond oh yeah, yeah. so like 10 minutes later she's like well i guess you don't want to hang out well you can just mail this to me and she sent me her home address what really to mail this th- this thing to her and um and then she follows it up with well i guess we didn't properly talk about our expectations smiley face and then never talk to me again and i was like did Wait, you send it really? to her yeah i did i did but um i i sent it to her uh it was a cookie cutter <laughs> <laughs> it's a mickey mouse cookie cutter <laughs> well you made cookies that day yeah we did biscuits biscuits yeah it was actually uh it was a perfect first date activity we made uh mickey mouse cookies with uh that bomb ass frosting on it <laughs> buttercream some sprinkles yeah sprinkles of course man you know how to roll you know how i do it <laughs> so uh so she want me to mail mail uh, mail it back to her and um <clears throat> which whatever that's fine what was, what was the lag time it was 10 minutes uh, 10 minutes jesus literally 10 minutes from the oh hey what are what's your schedule like this week to the actually you can just mail this to me uh and i was like ah. she, she mailed that one in yeah yeah so i felt really weird about Fuck, it but uh you know it was just uh, a result of a breakdown in communication so i think you're 100 percent right when you say you know like as long as there's that communication up front um that's that's important and no and you know obviously we weren't going to uh we weren't going to date seriously because uh and it was going to be a casual temporary thing because there is a significant age gap and you know if i recall correctly i think her son uh, might have been closer in age to me than i was to her oh shit yeah do the math you can figure that one out mm. so um, was he like my age? No, he's a little younger. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a funny situation, but not not funny. It wasn't funny at the time. I was like, kind of disappointed. Like, Whoa, yeah, disappointed. Taking it back. Yeah, but then I felt like it was a failure on my part as well that I just didn't have that conversation before I needed to have, you know, before like the proper time. So. Epic fail, bro. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> was. So, so anyways, anything 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 else that's burning for you right now that you that you want to uh that you want to converse about? Cards um, Cop series right now, game game 4 tonight. Hopefully we get the split. Yeah, Shit. let's not talk about Cardinals or mm. sports, but yeah, it's a depressing time. LA Rams preseason opener last 89, night. 89,000? Yeah. Yeah, very <laughs> crazy. So, yeah, but anything else modern dating or, or relationships-wise that you want to talk about? Um, there's a really funny, like, I had a really funny date a few years ago. Please um, tell me about and this one. And this one was just, like, I met her on... Badu. Maybe... <laughs> tagged. I think it was on, tagged. I think it was on tagged. <laughs> I think it was on tagged, maybe. Anyway, we started chatting, and she seemed cool. Um, And then she was like, oh, it's my birthday next week. And I took the bait and was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe you should celebrate. And she's like, yeah, can you take me out for my birthday? And I was like, okay. I was just kind of like lonely and a little like, oh, I'll just go out with this girl. She was like, she looked pretty good. You know, I was like, fine, I'll go for it. So she chooses this restaurant. I go meet her. It's uh, some Thai restaurant. So mm-hmm. we go there. And, of course, like I foot the bill. 
Um, and you know, instead of like, I, you know, of course, I don't expect to get laid the first night or something, uh, which is, you know, that's fine. It's reasonable. Um, but I expected at least like to hang out a little bit. So we we finished the the food. Um, I paid for everything, you know, as one does. And um, I'm like, you want to just like walk around Shijiahui, like the name of the neighborhood we're in. You want to walk around here. You want to walk around Shijiahui a little bit. And she's like, you know, I'm I'm really sorry. Um, I can't. And I was like, why? She's like, I have a cat. I'm like, what? You're like, okay. And she's like, yeah, I need to go home and take care of my cat. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, what, really? And she, I was like, you don't have time for like a 20-minute stroll around the neighborhood? No, I need to go right now. And then she just bounced. <clears throat> Bitch was just looking for a free meal, for sure. I, so, yeah, well, maybe I should be more honest about how I asked you out later in the week. Um. So, uh, so I <laughs> that's actually, like, that, that happens here. Oh, I'm um, sure it does, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's happened to me a few times. Um. So I, I have some listener questions that have come in, actually. Um, so I'm waiting on the second message to come in, but... Was this on your, <clears throat> on your Twitter? Uh, yes, yes, yes. T- tweeting away on Trumponer2005. <laughs> uh, so, what do we oh. got? I'm going to make that a hashtag. Uh, yes, yeah. I'm going to so, start Instagramming all my Tromboner pictures. Yes. So we, we have one more question coming in. She, she has a few questions, but okay. She's typing right now. This is kind of driving me crazy. Cause I'm, suspense is terrible. Yeah. I'm, I hope it'll last. I'm seeing the three jumping dots and I'm like, come on, type, 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 type. Uh, so, okay. So I, I asked uh, if she had any questions for you, but um, so she says, uh, do you ever feel awkward about, did you ever feel awkward about not knowing how to date the Chinese way, like initially, like off the bat? And we kind of talked about that a little bit more. Um, and uh, so I'll just read you the list of questions and this will take us off in one one final path. Um, but uh, here, here are the, the questions. Um, she says she wants to know what surprised you culturally about dating over there? Uh, did you ever feel awkward about not knowing how to date the Chinese way? Do you find that, and I'll, I'll walk you back through these again because I'm going to forget these as well, but uh, do you find that a certain type of women are interested in you? Do you feel exoticized? Uh, do you wonder how much of the reason they want to go out with you is about you being American versus you as just a person? Yeah. Like, have you ever encountered that? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all that she had. Um, that's all. That's all. Just, uh, just another three hours worth of, of, uh, you know, fucking bait. I know. Right. So I said, I said, T Y he's answering <laughs> <laughs> and she um, sent back a thumbs up. <laughs> I'll give her back a big one. Give her a thumb, yes. big thumb. All right. Oops. I didn't hold it. Oh, you douche. What an asshole. Who the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. What a what a jerk. Um, you know, regarding those questions, um Did I ever feel awkward about not knowing the Chinese way? No. Because and a lot of these questions are kind of tied together in my opinion. Um like you know, I don't know the Chinese way of dating, but the reason that these women oftentimes go out with me or somebody else like me is because they're just interested in something different 
or maybe they have ulterior motives. Like you asked about, are they looking for something else? Um, you know, like, do I question what their beliefs are, what they want out of the, this meetup? So, you know, that being said, um, it's pretty frequent that I find girls that are strictly looking towards me because they want a passport or they want like something else out of this situation. They're not looking at me as an actual person with which they could spend their time and enjoy life with. Right. <clears throat> so I knew that was coming in. That that was something I learned in Korea quite quickly. Although I felt like Korean people are a bit more, gen- a bit more genuine um, than Chinese Pl- met plenty of like lovely Chinese people, but I just think on the whole, it's a, it's a bit of a different, you know, they're, they're not, they're not exactly the same, right? They're apples and oranges. Really. Right, right, right. I'll, granted to, you know, contrary to what we might believe here, like Eastern Asian people are all the same. It's not true, right? Like everybody's different. Um, so yeah, I never felt awkward. Um, what were some of the other questions? Um, let's see here. Uh, do you ever feel exoticized? No, blah, blah, blah. Do you feel the reason? Oh, wait. She says, what <laughs> you. Okay. Longer, longer answer within the podcast, I see. Okay. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> oh, I've, I'm now getting cat pictures. And, and well, exchange, yeah, you know, yeah, it's just like the way it goes yeah. these days. Everybody's got to fucking send you a cat photo. Yeah, obviously. So uh, she says, uh, what, you, what you ever get serious with a woman there? Yes. Yes. And, yeah, we've we've kind of talked about that already. But, um, yeah, definitely. So, okay. I mean, I, I think uh, I think we've covered so many different things. We've gone so many different routes. Um, we have our... Our podcast title with too bad we have our sponsors for this episode han lingo yes han and lingo. uh there's one more carrier pigeons carrier pigeons <laughs> yes yeah. uh, the other one uh, we looked up uh, yeah tantan maybe tantan was tantan uh, no no i don't feel like they I feel like i've explained so many of these though like you guys I, could all just go out and download as many of these apps as you want I feel like they you can, are. You, um, can, you can friend me. I can be your first WeChat friend if you really want to. Yeah, I I will be your first WeChat. friend. You can see my moments. Yeah, I'll see your moments later. But <laughs> uh, uh, ooh, <laughs> I like the sounds of that. Right, right. Uh, but uh, so, so uh, I think our 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 main sponsor of this episode will be Han Lingo. Though, um, enter uh discount uh promo code Kevin. For twenty five percent off all of your Han Lingo uh, needs. Yeah, sounds like a lovely coupon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, we could make that into a Groupon. Uh, yeah, I think we could make. A I think Groupon. we could definitely yes. sort that out. Yes. So, so with that being said, thanks so much for joining me. I'm so glad we could do this. Um, and I didn't have to like Skype you in. It was a real hoot. Yeah, yeah, good <laughs> Dude, Skype sucks in China anyway, so yeah. like this is way better yeah, to be in person like, instead of over Wi-Fi. Yeah, we get like choppy internet and and uh, the call would have dropped thirty-seven times by now. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. and uh, we could pass our water back and forth on the 
on the podcast yeah, and it's just the, much better this um, way. Yeah, it's fantastic this way. And you gotta, uh, hyd- you gotta stay hydrated. It's yeah, summer. Stay hydrated. Dehydration folks. is no joke, guys. Even Make though sure you take care of that body. It's sixty-eight degrees here and and cloudy St. Louis, Missouri. So, um, with that being said, thanks so much for joining me. Thank and you. Thanks. thanks. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening in, Mom. <laughs> Love you, Mom. Uh, so uh, with that, I think uh, I, I think I'll just get a, a too bad from you, and we'll call this a podcast. It's gonna be a little too bad to take it out to a commercial. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs>